to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. <laughs> I'm Allison and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I am here in the beautiful Pleasant Picture Studios with the one, the only, my man, Mr. Eric Robertson, who actually didn't even set up his microphone. I really feel like you're phoning it in, Eric. (laughs) And the reason he didn't even set up his microphone is because we have a phenomenal interview for you today. And you'll notice we don't do a ton of interviews here on the Awesome with Allison podcast. And so I wanted to like let you know how I choose who to do an interview with. If I am talking to someone and I'm like, holy crap, this is information that the world needs to know, then I want to do an interview with them. And so we won't have a ton of interviews, but it seems like you guys are really, really enjoying the interviews we've done thus far. So I really appreciate your feedback. And if you have any ideas for us, any, anytime on show topics, when you guys have questions, when you have people you're interested in, you know, I love creating content that, of course, helps me because I believe when I'm excited about it, you can feel that and it makes it better content. But I get excited knowing that we're creating content that is applicable to what you're hoping for, too. So just so you know, we are always so um, grateful and excited for that feedback. So awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com. And that's always Allison with one L. And I have something really exciting to tell you guys. If you are new, you haven't heard about it, but we have been doing a sharing is caring bonanza, trying to get to 1 million downloads, and we did it! Woo! So I just want to thank you guys and I want you to know that we have some celebration type things planned. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at The Allison Show. Because if you have shared about the podcast, did you know you can like go into your Instagram stories and pull them like older ones you can art like you can pull from the archives we would love if you have any of you talking to camera if you email them to us because I thought it would be so fun to do like a compilation of people talking about the podcast and then we can send out prizes and we're going to be doing some giveaways and we've been doing giveaways you know along the way too but I just have some really fun stuff that we're working on to give away as well that is specifically for our podcast awesome empire community and I just I love you guys so much. I hope you're having a good day. But if you turned on this podcast because you're not having a good day, this is such an amazing episode because Jody Moore, the person that I'm about to interview, is a life coach and she is going to give you so many tools, so many tools that you can use at any time during your life. She has really, really helped me. And I feel like I kind of prescribe Jody to people when I'm talking to someone. I'm like, listen, listen, I know what you need. You need some Jody more in your life. She has an amazing podcast. I'm going to share all about it. I just have one segment for you before we get into uh, our interview. And it's a getting booky with it. Na, 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 na. <laughs> I have been writing a lot and creating a lot and putting out a lot of content recently. Oh gosh, I've been speaking a lot and doing my Build an Awesome Brand workshop. And so when I'm doing a lot of creating, sometimes I need to take a break from consuming. And I think this is a pattern you might notice with yourself too. So when I'm feeling kind of overloaded, I like to try to listen to something that isn't like triggering so many ideas for me. My brain's exploding, but I also don't like listening to something that's mindless. has to still be inspiring and, I don't know, encouraging. And I have been listening to Rob Lowe's autobiography, Stories I Only Tell My Friends, and I just have been enjoying it so much. I've been listening to it on Audible, and you guys know if you want to get it for free, we have a, a link that I'll put in the show notes. It's so fun listening to him, and I'm just, I love hearing the behind the scenes of how people go after their dreams and what it really looks like and what it takes to accomplish certain things, and he's just a really really well thought out, smart, funny individual. I mean, obviously, right? Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. I've just been really enjoying that. So if you're looking for something that's maybe like a little break, but still motivational and full of good insight, I highly recommend that. And I also, of all, speaking of all the creating, what I've been working on is this really fun webinar. And I know that sounds so dorky and salesy, a webinar, but you know, I have my Allison's Brand School audio courses and they're all about 
the power of collaboration, how to work with influencers to build your brand, and how to work with brands to build your empire. But sometimes I think people might even need their brain expanded as to why collaborations are so powerful and why collaborations are the way that I've built every, they are the tool I've used to build every single thing I've built. So it's an hour long webinar. It's completely free. It's full of tons of information and I'm going to link to it because it's only open for a few more weeks, but I'll link to it down below. If that's something that you're interested, if you've heard me talk about the audio courses or Allison's brand school, but you're like, "Eh, I don't know. Basically the whole point of it is how you can make these principles work for you. It's full of free information. If you listen to the podcast, I know you like listening to things. And so it has a slideshow that goes with it, but also it's fun to listen to. So we're going to link to that and we're going to get right into this interview with Jody because it's so good. I'm so grateful for the information she has here for us and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Everyone just get really, really excited and also maybe sit somewhere comfortable and grab a blanket and a cup of tea because that's how I feel when I am talking to our guest, Jody Moore. Jody, hi! Hi, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. You are just the best. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for allowing me. I have to geek out for just a minute and um, tell all your listeners that I'm one of your biggest fans. And when I went to your branding workshop last fall, seriously meeting you, I was like, there she is. I had a little bit of, um, I was a little bit starstruck, honestly. I'm so thrilled to get to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Well, that's hysterical because Jody is the host of the Better Than Happy podcast. And when she was at the brand school, people were fangirling her. And walking, they were, they were fangirling you. And that was so, and so when I put two and two together, because you are not like me, you don't put your face everywhere, right? Like, <laughs> I need to, I need to do that a little more, I think. I'm just saying you do you, but I I had to like sneakily try to read your name tag and be like, oh my gosh, it's Jody. Jody's here, like putting it all together. <laughs> Well, thank you. So this is really exciting. And like I said, Jody has her own phenomenal, huge podcast, by the way, called Better Than Happy. And it's all about everything I love in life, which is trying to live an extraordinary life. And this is why I love your title so much, but knowing that living an extraordinary life is better than happy. Did I do that right? Did I do that right? Totally. Perfectly. <laughs> oh, thank you. The other thing that is so fun about Jody is she is living like my parallel life that like is one of the many lives I would love to live is she is an like an active duty, like you're a military person. And- <laughs> An active duty life coach. She has life coaching programs and you do group life coaching. And do you do much one-on-one life coaching? We have one-on-one life coaching available to our people that are within the group. I kind of describe it like, just come and join the gym. And that's what our group program is. And you might find you get everything you need at the gym. But if you really want something more intense, there's personal trainers that you can hire there. I love that. But you know, the, the most amazing thing is that you give so, so much valuable content and advice on your podcast. And so if I just really encourage everyone, I mean, listen to this podcast episode right now, but then go and listen to all of Jody's episodes over on her Better (laughs) Than Happy podcast. And (laughs) Jody, last week we had Oh Joy, Joy Cho on, and she actually brought up that she had recently gotten a life coach. We kind of covered a little bit in that episode, why did you choose a life coach over a therapist? But I thought, oh my gosh, how lucky am I that I can talk to a really successful, awesome life coach and ask, what is the difference? Why would somebody maybe benefit more from a life coach or when should somebody seek out a therapist? I just thought that would be a really cool question because life coaches used to just be like a joke on sitcoms. Do you feel like that? Totally. I think a lot of people still think that. <laughs> well, and you know what? Let them think I'm it. okay with let, it. Yeah. Let, and that's why I love you so much. You're so empowering <laughs> to me. But there's so much more mainstream now, like podcasts. It's like most people I feel like I'm talked to either are starting a podcast or are becoming a life coach. Do you feel like that? It does. Well, especially in my world, I get a lot of that. Yeah. Which I think is great. Here's the thing. I think that every human on the planet needs a life coach. Ooh, um, okay. Kind of 
it's like, and and maybe need is not the right word, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same way I think about my smartphone is like everyone should have one, right? Everyone kind of needs one. Like, and maybe need is not the right word. It improves, it improves the quality of your life. Yes. Yeah. It changes your life in ways that before I had a smartphone, I didn't realize how much I wanted or needed it. And now that I have it, I I can see how different it is. And that's how I feel about life coaching. And so I am certainly not the right coach for everybody, but I think everyone for sure would be amazed at the difference that their lives uh, or or how different their lives would look if they were to go and find the right coach. And so people say that to me a lot, like, aren't you worried that market's going to get saturated because every, it seems like everybody's trying to become a life coach now. And I say, well, how many people in your immediate circle of friends and family or that you associate with, do you know that have a life coach? And the answer is like maybe one, if anybody. And so I'm like, no, I'm not worried at all that this market is anywhere near saturated. I think we we need so many more coaches with different styles and approaches and areas of expertise to be able to serve everybody. Oh my gosh, I love that so, so much. And also, as you were asking that question, I was thinking, how many people do I know in my direct circle of friends that could probably benefit from some outside perspective and encouragement? Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I was like, everybody, because like, you know, those who can't do teach me. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think are maybe like some of the top benefits of having a coach? One of the things which you just pointed out so beautifully, Allison, is that a coach is able to show you yourself from that outside perspective. So I always say you Mm. can't read the label from inside the bottle. That's why I, even I have a coach, even knowing the tools as well as I do, I can't see myself in the same way that a coach can and can point out um, where I am keeping myself stuck or creating my own problems and what other options are available to me. So I think that's the first thing. Thing, but my jaw you- is on the floor. My jaw is on the floor. <laughs> I smacked my head. You can't read a label from inside the bottle. Are you right? kidding me, Jody? That is Isn't it true? Oh my gosh. This is like yeah. so life-changing. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. I just I mean, get excited. It's like if you think about um even the first time you saw yourself on video or heard your voice recorded and how different you look and sound than what you think, right? And then maybe, Mm. you know, someone like you or I that's used to hearing our voice and seeing ourselves on video a lot, we kind of get used to that and adjust. But think about that first time. And for most people hearing their voices like, what? That's not what I sound like. And it's very uncomfortable, right? So literally from within, we don't see ourselves or or um, witness ourselves in the same way. But I do want to also add, because you brought up um, the difference between life coaching and therapy. Mm. And it's one of the most common questions I get And therapy is amazing. I'm a huge fan of therapy. I've had some therapists really help me do some life-changing work uh, myself personally. And the space of therapy has traditionally been the only place that we had to go um, to work on our mental health, Mm, right? Before life coaching came along, it was like, if you want to maintain or improve your mental health, you go to a therapist. But therapy is traditionally designed to diagnose problems. It tends to be very past focused, like what's happened in your past that now has caused you to to show up the way you do in the world. It's a focus on mental illness, if you will, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And you don't need to be mentally ill to want to um, maintain your mental health. Just like we know we don't have to be physically ill. We don't have to go to the doctor and have something wrong with us to know that maintaining our physical health is important. We know that regular exercise and eating certain foods and all of that is good for us for that ongoing maintenance. And that's really where life coaching fits in is that mental and emotional maintenance for the person that is highly functioning. I mean, we all have problems. We all have certain areas where we're struggling 
more than others. But that that average, highly functioning person that wants to move from good to great, that's really the space that life coaching works in. So rather than a focus on the past, we are focused on the future. And in fact, clients will try to come to me sometimes and tell me like, okay, well, you need to understand. Let me give you some background about this thing that happened you know, in my marriage or when I was a child or some kind of abuse they've been through or something, right? And they think that I need to understand that. And I'll ask them, why do you think I need to understand that? Mm. Like, I really don't. And I'll sometimes just say, why don't you just tell me in one sentence, right? I don't need to hear the whole story. Give me the one sentence title of what happened in your past. And then everything else is about the present and the future. Mm. Oh my gosh. So, so do you, but do you ever feel like, and I love that perspective, but do you ever feel like it helps you coach them to know, oh, this is somebody who doesn't trust men because of this past experience or no, that's not the basis of how things are operating? Well, here's the thing. I, as a coach, I am looking for cues that they don't trust men. And I might point out to them that they appear to not trust men. But the reason why, I don't really care about, Mm. right? Like, it doesn't matter if they don't trust men because of the way their father treated them at some point or because of a terrible ex-boyfriend or because of a movie that they saw. Like, I, that is really irrelevant to me. And here's what's interesting about it is a lot of times people want to tell me that because they want to say, no, listen, I have a legitimate reason. I have a valid reason to not trust men. And what I point out to them is you can totally keep not trusting men if you want to. Honestly, like I love you no matter what you want to believe. Mm. But I will just simply point out to them, if, if that's the case, that not trusting men seems to be causing a problem for you. And I don't care how valid the reason is. If you decide you want to drop it, you can. And I can teach you how. So sometimes spending time in the past of like, this is the reason why and this thing happened to me. Again, that is the space of therapy. And I think that it's important work. I think they need to, if they've never shared their story with someone, they need to go to a therapist and have a therapist um, help them feel compassion for themselves and make peace with what happened in the past. But in the space of life coaching, I'm like, who cares about what happened in your past? What do you want to have happen today? And what do you want your future to be like? And did you know that you could let all of that go if you want to? Like I've seen clients who, um, you know, like I said, were, were even sexually abused in their past and have done some work through therapy and then they don't know how to move on. And what I show them is, did you know, you know, they'll say to me like, I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel damaged. I, I just want to love that person even. Yeah. And what I tell them is, did you know that you can? Wow. Like, you can think whatever you want to. And I'm not here to tell them what to think. Again, I'm just here to show them their own thoughts and where they may be creating a problem. So... It's just hard because I start crying every time I talk to Jody, because you weren't even like trying to. So we did an episode, Jody and I, and it's on her podcast. And you essentially life coach me like live, like I know. Thanks for letting well, me. I straight up, and it was the day before the launch of my audio courses, which are live right now. And so I was like in a very vulnerable place as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it yeah. was so needed, but. You just saying right now, you get to think whatever you want to. Yes. I I know I say it and I believe it, but having it said to me by you like yeah. strikes me to my core. Like isn't it amazing? And this crazy. is really I got to say the the reason why I you know, most of what I do in my business is the group coaching because you don't have to be getting coached and it doesn't even have to be an issue that you struggle with. But for you to hear other people get coached and see the shifts that happen and the the possible different ways to look at scenarios in our life is so life-changing. I know I have many women who tell me that they've never been coached by me live, but they listen to the coaching calls and it shifts the way your brain views the world. Like it opens up the possibility that you get to believe anything you want to and you get to create any result you want to in your life. And like you prove that to your brain over and over and over again by even just listening to coaching and it it just opens the world up. Have you always been this amazing? Like I like I mean that. Like when you speak my heart, I just can't even handle it. Like how did you get to this place? 
How, how, Jody? How? How? <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I'll tell you, Allison, that I, I'm pretty good at BSing. I'll just say that. <laughs> so I've always, I've been, a, I was a corporate trainer for a long time. I've been a teacher or an instructor or a coach or some version of that for a long time. But I, have all my own stuff too. And in fact, this year I'm going through master coach training, which is a more advanced coaching program. And I've never been such a ball of emotion as good, I have hey, been this year. Good so, for you. Good yeah, for you. It's awesome. I yes. love it because I know I'm growing. Yes. Right. And it's not but, um, comfortable. I definitely have my own stuff. Uh, don't you worry. I have all of my own stuff as well. Oh, I love this so much. Jody. thank you. And it's it's just so exciting because we're even just talking about life coaching, but I already feel better about life. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it would be fun because you have such an amazing perspective and such a wealth of information. If I presented you with some of our most common questions that Eric and I tackle from our perspective, and if we, we had a real live life coach helping our listeners who have asked us these questions. And a lot of the questions we get both when I'm working in Allison's brand school and for the podcast, Awesome with Allison, have to do with relationships. And Mm -hmm. on the business side of things, the question is very often, what do I do when I have this dream or I'm working on this thing and my spouse or my family or somebody doesn't support me or they don't believe in me? On the podcast side of things, it's very often the question of, I'm working on myself and I'm making improvements and I'm trying to have positive change in my life, but my spouse isn't, or my mother isn't, or, Mm. and so we very often go into the principle of investing in people who invest in you, and it's okay to not emotionally um, invest as heavy in these people. So I'm giving you all those questions, and then I'm going to give you one more, and then you can land wherever you want. But I think both of those questions kind of stem down to the idea of what do I do with people in my life who aren't supporting me, but that I can't cut out of my life? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's like a fair assessment? Totally. It's such a good question. And I work with people a lot in that space. We do, I I always joke that everybody seems to have at least one difficult sister-in-law somewhere in there. (laughs) In there, or, or somebody in their family Not somewhere. Me. <laughs> Not you, but many people do. So, um, okay. First of all, it's really important that everybody understand that what each of us wants, the, really the only thing any of us wants is to feel good and to avoid feeling bad. Mm. Like that's it. If you think about any goal that we set, whether we want to make more money and grow a big business or we want to get married and have children or we want to buy the bigger house, whatever goal, we want to lose the weight. Any goal that we set is because of how we think it will make us feel, Mm. right? Once I have all this money and I achieve my goals, then I'll feel confident. Once I lose weight, then I'll love myself. Once I have, right? And that's true in relationships too. Yes. So- Once my mother approves of me, then I'll feel good about me. Once my husband stops criticizing me or supports me, then I'll feel confident. So it's really important to begin there and to recognize that the only thing any of us wants is to feel a certain way or to stop feeling something negative. Yes. 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 I love you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the second thing that's important to understand is that everything we feel comes from what we think. So Mm. we don't recognize this. We think that how we feel comes from things happening outside of us, right? Like I feel disappointed because my husband doesn't support my business goals. I feel irritated because my mother-in-law keeps criticizing me or whatever, right? So we Mm. think other people or other events outside of us make us feel something, but that's never the case. I feel discouraged because my husband said these words and then I thought a thought like, maybe he's right. Maybe I'm not going to be able to do this. Mm. Or I, even if the thought is, my husband should support me. Husbands should support wives. Mothers should support daughters in their business goals. Those thoughts are the reason that we feel bad. You with me? I'm like so with you. I have to practice being quiet during interviews because I kind of do sexual, like kind of sexual, mm, yes. Like, (laughs) 
I like it. And you can keep those an- sounds coming. Another one that uh, <laughs> listeners have been kind enough to point out is I do my yeah, yeah, yes. And so I'm so on board. And we're not doing a video with this too. And so I just, Jody, just picture me like nodding and like very okay. intensely. I'm just like you taking mm, mm. Notes. I actually did start taking notes. And then I was like, no, have to concentrate on the interview. No, concentrate. <laughs> this is an interview, Allison. You can listen to it later and take notes. <laughs> okay. No, that's perfect. I'll just check in with okay. you. So, so those are two important things to remember, right? The only thing we want is to feel a certain way and all of our feelings come from our own thoughts. So back to the question that you get from many of your listeners. Yes. Let's say I set a goal to make a million dollars in my business and I go to my husband or somebody and he laughs at me says, good luck. That's never going to happen. Then what I make his words mean is the reason I'm going to feel whatever I feel. So if I make it mean, oh my gosh, he's probably right. Who do I think I am? Okay, wait, I just want to, I want to time out. What you make those words mean results in what you will feel. Exactly. Okay. It's like, we all have to just stop and hold that. What you make those (laughs) words mean results and how you will feel. Okay, all the, yes. everyone listening out there. It's such a good question to ask yourself, right? If you're trying to do some self-coaching, which is one of the things I teach my clients is to self-coach. So if you're like, wait, why do I feel so discouraged? Well, my husband said this thing. Okay, what did I make that mean? Okay, so everybody, everybody, Jody is teaching us how to self-coach. Literally, we're stealing yep. information. Thank you, Jody. I appreciate it. So you're welcome. Somebody says something and I mm-hmm. go... What's the first question? Um, well, what, did, what do I make that mean is a good question. Okay, Another question I ask my clients a lot is, so what? Oh, right? Because yeah. we all make assumptions. Like if you and I, Allison, are just at lunch chatting and you tell me about somebody who said something not very nice to you, I'm going to assume that you made it mean something hurtful and I'm going to just, you know, we're just going to get in the pool together and drown a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is fine. There's a total place <laughs> for that. But when I'm coaching you, that's never going to happen. You're going to tell me this person said this thing and I'm going to say, so what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, so I'm just trying to help you, loves. again, access your own thoughts. Because I know what I might make that mean, and I know what I could guess that I, that you made it mean, but it's much more powerful for you to discover what you genuinely made it mean <sighs> that then hurt you. Okay, so when we're doing our self-coaching, so our, our feelings, we have allowed our feelings to get hurt. We are having mm-hmm. thoughts. The first question we ask ourselves is, so what? Or mm-hmm. what am I making this mean? Exactly. Okay. Okay. We got it. We got it. We got it. Perfect. Now, this is the important next step because a lot of times people will, they'll figure that out and then they'll want to feel bad about what they made it mean, right? They'll think, oh, what's the matter with me? I should know better. Why am I letting this get to me? Why am I not more confident? And that is not going to be useful at all. So I tell people- (laughs) That's exactly what I do all the time. That's what you do, yes. (laughs) You're like, I want to be perfect at at having Uh amazing, Uh useful Uh thoughts all the Uh time. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So (laughs) it's important. And and when you do that, the problem with doing that, Allison, is then it sends those thoughts back down into hiding, basically. It makes them harder to access because if they're going to come up and then you're going to judge them, they're going to be, you're going to want to push them down again. Okay. Okay. Jody, I'm only slowing you down because the amount of information that you're giving us that is so valuable, (laughs) like everybody needs a second to process. You're used to being a genius, but we have to adjust to your speed. (laughs) Okay. I'll slow down. Sorry. No, no, it's just like you're such a genius. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. When you don't accept those feelings, it pushes them down. Yeah, That's what you're saying, right? Right. By, Does that make sense? Uh, yes, like you're not going to yes. want to come out of the cave. If there's a tiger out there, you're going to go back in the cave and hide. Oh. So the way to access them is to rather than judge them, just be curious. Like I have thoughts all the time that I know don't make any sense are not serving me. And what I do is I just say, oh, that's interesting. I wonder what that's about. Yes. I wonder why that keeps happening in my brain. I wonder why I still believe that on some level. Hmm, let's simmer on it. And I you just wonder kind of why it. I still believe that on some yes. level. Oh my gosh, I'm taking notes. I don't care. Um, I. <laughs> The other thing I'll t- I'll tell myself or my clients because sometimes we find thoughts in there that we don't 
like at all. I have thoughts sometimes that I'm like, I don't like, uh, sometimes I'll see someone else in their business doing really well and I'll think, or somebody struggling in their business and I'll think a little part of me is like, oh, good. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That's terrible. I don't want to think that. What? What's that about, right? So rather than send it back down into hiding, I'm like, hmm, that's fascinating. I wonder why I have that thought. And I, I know I have a good reason. That's what I'll tell my clients. You have a good reason. Let's understand what it is. And that is the way that you unwind it and you can release it and you can change it. Okay, this is... Not by resisting it and sending it back down to This hide. is so good. So I'm going to recap the steps you just gave and then I want to hear what we do next. And the first, okay. the first thing is asking yourself, so what? Or what am I making this mean? And then we don't mm-hmm. judge that. Because if we judge it, we're going to send it into hiding. And I love how you offered to be curious. And then that question, I think I am so obsessed with getting good questions in my life right now, because if you want better answers, you need better questions. So this question that you gave us is such a powerful tool. I wonder why I still believe that on some level. Mm. And then following it up with, I know I have a good reason. And then what do I do after that? And then you just don't be in a rush to get rid of it. You just kind of start noticing it and you'll, you'll release the power that it has over you as you just kind of allow it. Now, at some point, and, and maybe even right away, you can play with it, but you want to decide, what do I want to think instead, right? And But I just find with my clients, you can try a new thought instead, but sometimes if you haven't just let the first one simmer a little, then it, it doesn't work. Like your brain will reject a new thought. So let me give you an example. Okay. Like the example you gave me of um, if somebody, and I, I just keep saying husband, but you could insert no, anybody else. No, let's else, do it. Those, right? those freaking husbands out there. Those husbands <laughs> that don't support your business goals for whatever reason, right? Yeah. And so you have to first identify, so what? What am I making that mean? Yeah. Right? And it, it might be something like, he should support me. If he really loved me, he would support there me. There it is. Yeah. Or it might be, um, maybe he's right. Maybe I don't know if I can do this either. And what if I fail or something like that, right? So you identify what's going on and then you decide, what do I want to believe instead? So I like to ask myself and have my clients ask a good way to find what you want to believe instead is, okay, what would you like your husband to say? What, what should he have said in an ideal world? If I had a magic wand, he would have said, I am totally behind you. I know you can do it. I believe in you. This is going to be awesome. You want me to watch the kids while you work on that goal? Just let me know, (laughs) right? So like really go there and dream about what you wish they would have said. And then I'll ask them, now, if he would have said that, what would you be thinking and feeling? Mm. Oh, I would be thinking... I can totally do this. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be so good for me and my family. Um, This is going to be fun, whatever. So that is the thought that you get to believe regardless of what your husband thinks, Mm. right? And that is the thought that you need. And that is the feeling that you're craving. And you can believe that right now if you want to. Now, you might have to also do some work around reminding yourself that what your husband thinks about your goal is none of your business that it's about him, it's not about you. But I kind of like to, um, it's like how Byron Katie says, you don't have to like me, that's my job. Oh, I love that. And I think that about my goals too. Like my husband doesn't need to believe in my goals, that's my job. Now I'd love for him to do it for me. I'd love for all the people around me to do it for me. But the truth is it's my job. And as long as I believe in me, that's how I'm gonna reach my goals. It's just so much easier to do if someone else will tell us that we're amazing. Oh man, so true. It's, we (laughs) want other people to do that hard work for us, but the truth is they can't, right? Right. They can't. So this this is so, so powerful. And I wrote down all the steps and we're going to share the steps with everybody, but I know there's still somebody thinking, okay, so do I not talk to my husband? Do I not talk to my mother-in-law? Like, what do I do moving forward after this person says this hurtful thing or they continue to do that? Like, I need to have Mm -hmm. a relationship with blank 
but how do I right. do that, right? Yeah, really good question. So what I teach is that, so you're believing basically that your husband should believe in you and support you. And I like to turn that on my client and say, maybe you should believe in him and support him in his disbelief of you, right? Okay. So in other words, it doesn't mean you have to say you're totally right, but it, you can totally get to a place of peace. So when your spouse says, I just don't know, this sounds like a terrible idea. I don't think you know what you're getting into and all of those things, then you could say, it's okay, honey, I got it. I know you think that and it's totally fine. I understand why you would think that, right? It's, it makes sense. Like how many people set a big goal and fail at it? I totally get why you think that. It's okay. I've got this. Just sit back and watch, right? It yeah. doesn't have to be that you're angry at them, that you don't speak to them. I like to just acknowledge like, yeah, I totally get why you would think that. In fact, sometimes I wonder myself, but it's okay because I believe in me and I'm going to move forward and it's going to be amazing. You just sit back and take notes. I love that. <laughs> Maybe I love not in that. those words, no, but, but that's the approach, right? And what do you do? Like I, like you said, people bring up, everybody has a sister-in-law, right? Like yep. in-laws are a huge part of our life. All my in-laws who are listening, you're all perfect. This is for other people. But like in-laws are a right. huge part of other people's lives. And they're like, I can't stop talking to my mother-in-law. Like how do you help people? Is it an issue of boundaries or what is that? Well, there is definitely a place for boundaries. Mm -hmm. So I just want to preface what I'm about to say with um, with that statement. There is a place for boundaries. I don't ever want anyone to subject themselves to any kind of harm, whether it be physical harm or emotional harm or any of that. I always want you to be able to uh, and to remove yourself from a situation that is not healthy. But most of the time, what we're dealing with is not a boundary situation. It's typically us... Um, needing to do our own work. Like, I want you to imagine, so let me just give an example um, from a client I've worked with who has like a mother-in-law that's very critical, right? And every time she goes over there, she criticizes her parenting and the way she keeps her house and whatever else. So she's saying, shouldn't I just be able to not be around her? And I'm like, yeah, that's one option. But what if you could be around her and she could criticize you all day long and it didn't bother you? Wow. Because notice <sighs> when mother-in-law is criticizing you, guess what you do? You criticize her for criticizing you, yeah. right? Like she shouldn't judge me. She shouldn't be so judgmental. And what we're doing is judging her for being judgmental. I, one of the my favorite tools to teach my clients is this mirroring that we do as humans. In fact, my husband and I were just talking about it this morning. He said, I realized when my when our two-year-old, because she likes she has a little angry streak in her and she <laughs> likes to yell. He's like, I realized the other day that Taylor yells and then I yell at her for yelling. Yes. We oh I, I, I do that with my so kids. Ridiculous. Yeah. And so he's like, I decided to stop yelling. And instead, I just rationally say, what's the matter, honey? And she's only two, so she doesn't even understand. But his tone and everything is calm and peaceful, and it changes the dynamic. And so if you can have your mother-in-law come over and criticize you, and you just love her, like I like to think, of course, of course she thinks I did that wrong. Of course she's going to point it all out. She means well. It's just her way. It's just what she does. Yes. Right? And I don't have to agree with her that I'm doing it all wrong or that I'm doing it wrong at all. I can just love her. And when she says, you know, you really shouldn't feed your kids that sugary cereal, I can just smile and say, yeah, but I do. <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like you, you, don't, you are Mr. Miyagi. Like you are Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> I'm sorry. Has any has anybody else figured I've that arrived. has anybody else figured that out? Am I the first one? I love Mr. Miyagi. I'm going to start saying that from now on. I need to get you a shirt that just says like, Mr. Miyagi, bow down. <laughs> like, that's it. Mr. Miyagi. We showed our kids the Karate Kid the other day, the original. Yeah. So we're like, you guys, this movie is so good. Well, of course, it's a little different than we remember. But my favorite part is when um, Daniel-san gets his new car and he goes to pick up his girlfriend, Elizabeth Shue, and he gives her the keys and she says, I can drive, really? And he says, oh, why not? It's the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm happy to be Mr. Miyagi and I still love the Karate Kid. Oh, this is, you know what I love, Jody. This is what I love the most. I kept rephrasing the question to like make it like, let's talk about the other people. And no matter mm -hmm. what I threw at you, you're like, no, this is on you. This is, yeah, it's all on, it's all well, on us. Because remember, it's all on us. The only thing we want is to feel good. Yeah. And our feelings come from our own thoughts. 
And that's the best news I could give anybody listening to this. Because if your mother-in-law has to change, if your husband has to change, if your kids have to change for you to feel better, and that's what most of us are trying to do is control the world outside of us. And it just really doesn't work. Right? Oh, oh, I would like to say that I have a very powerful brain and willpower and I have been unable to make it work as like thus right. far. I mean, those of us that are control <laughs> freaks will tell you that if anyone could control the world, it would be yes, us. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and so if you just recognize like, wait a second, I get to feel however I want to feel. Watch for when you're mirroring because that's when it, I think it's the easiest. Like I love when clients say to me, my, my husband is just so negative. <laughs> he just complains about everything. And I'm like, wow, you're very negative about your negative husband. <laughs> right? Oh, oh my gosh. Jody. you literally just gave us like a textbook worth of tools. Like- <laughs> In I hope so. Under 40 minutes. Are you kidding me? Like, this I love is, it. This is so, so amazing. I have some questions for you, the human. Okay. Jody, are you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Yes. What's a product, book, or service that you have been recommending to people lately? It does not have to be tied to anything. Like, it could be like food, it could be anything. What's just something that lately you've told a bunch of people, oh, I love this? Oh, like my Oprah favorite things? Yes, yes. (laughs) Yes, Oprah. I know that I'm totally late to the game in saying this, but I finally jumped on the Audible bandwagon. (laughs) Oh, girl, I am so proud of you. You know, we hustle Audible like almost every episode. I know, I hear you talk about Audible. (laughs) And and I don't know why it took me so long to get there. There's something in my mind about like wanting to have the book in my hand to take notes and everything. Yeah. And I still do read some books that way, but I can get through so many more books. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's life changing. I can just plug them in and listen while I'm, you know, driving kids around or whatever. So I will say that right now, what is the book I'm reading on Audible? It's called Contagious. Ooh, it's so good, especially for your listeners who are building businesses or brands. It's all about like what makes your product or service <gasps> something that people can't stop sharing. My eyes just lit up. That's how excited I got Contagious. about that. Contagious. Check okay, thank you. Okay, yeah. what are a couple of things you do when you need to immediately like boost your mood? Um, I go for a drive because usually when I need to boost my mood is because my little kids are driving me crazy. Yes. So, um, I have to get away from them. So I will go for a drive and either put on a podcast or my audible book or just listen to music. I find that, um, and I know you're really good at this, just allowing yourself time to play and have fun. I want to stay in the logical linguistic part of my brain, but sometimes letting go of all that and just like putting a song on and singing in my worst voice and all of that I find is really good for me to decompress. I love that. And I can be good at it, but then also sometimes I have to remind myself to do it. And mm. and yeah. the trick for me is not turning it into work by getting my phone out and posting it. Right. And so so sometimes I have to be like, these very sexy dance moves you just did, these are just for you, Allison. You don't don't have to share these with anyone. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to play like a quick portion of a pump-up song of your choosing. So what's a song? Because we can legally play under 30 seconds. So what's a song that just pumps you up? And we're going to share it with everyone. Well, this might sound weird for a pump-up song, but I'm, I am I like the same music that high school girls like, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and right now, what I put on when I go for my drive is Taylor Swift, Getaway Car. Oh, okay. I support this so I much. This is so good. <laughs> you guys, I never said I was cool. Here's the thing, though. It's like, Jody. like, I told you, she's like Mr. Miyagi. She just, like, has it all together. <laughs> you look, you don't look, like, too business professional, but, like, you're, you're no. very neat. There's no sloppiness about you, you know? So, <laughs> so I really, really like, like, this morning I was getting dressed and I was like, I'm kind of sloppy today. And I was like, nah, I'm kind of a sloppy person. It's fine, you know? But, like, yeah. you letting loose to Taylor Swift just makes me so happy. Like, so I do. I love it. Oh. We never had a shotgun shot in the dark. You were driving the getaway car. We were flying, but we never get far. Don't pretend. 
Okay. Do you have a signature dance move, Jody? Oh my gosh. Yes, I do actually. Okay. Um, I don't know what it's called, but I like to do it in the kitchen and my kids hate it so much. They say, mom, stop. What's the, they what's get the so general movement? But, so I used to teach turbo kickboxing of course. at the gym. Yes. And, but you know, Shalene Johnson's turbo kick. And so there was this move that we would do in turbo kick. That's like a pump it kind of move with your hands at your chest level and (sighs) some pumping happening throughout your body. And I like to pump it like that in my kitchen and my kids do not like it at all. Oh my gosh. Can you pick yeah, it? I can. And I'm I, I'm gonna do it with my my left arm, my good arm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Now, after listening to this interview, everyone is going to have this exact question. How can I get more of Jody? I need more of Jody. I'm obsessed <laughs> with Jody. How do I get more Jody in my life? How can the people do that? Okay. Well, there's a couple ways. Um, first thing is Every month, I do a free public call called Ask Jody Anything. So, yep, you can bring your specific whatever's going on in your life. Yes. And I answer them. And you're anonymous, so you can talk about your sister-in-law. She won't even know that it's you. <laughs> um, so you can go to jodymore.com forward slash ask Jody okay. to register for that. And then I also have a couple webinars, free webinars coming yes. up that people might want to check oh, out. Oh, I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm positive yeah. they do. So one of them is called How to Be More Confident, oh, which yes. I believe every one of us, I don't think confidence is like a box that you check and you're done. I think it's an ongoing practice. So that's a really good one. That. And then the other one, because we're in the thick of summer break, is called How to Get Your Kids to Do What You Want. Stop. So I'm going to teach you how no. to never have to yell and not have have to ask them five times and get them to do are what you, you want. So you, you can go to dirtymore.com and sign up for those. Yeah. Like, I believe you because I believe in you, but like, I don't believe that I could actually like ask Rad to do something without like having to physically hold his head and have him make eye contact. Like, right? <laughs> because, because at all times he is like staring off into space like... Like, I know. It's like they don't. I'm like, do you speak English? Seriously. I know you hear me. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And then sometimes it's like, is this an actual problem? Like, it, like, is it a hearing problem? Is it an attention problem? Or is it like, I don't know how to talk to my children problem, right? Like, It's an amazing skill they have of blocking us out. Yeah. So yeah, you can, both of those, they can, you can register for at my website and you can just find lots of other tools and help oh, there. That's so, so awesome. So it's Jody Moore, M-O-O-R-E, correct? Mm-hmm. And Jody with a Y. Oh, good. Yes, J-O-D-Y-M-O-O-R-E. Find her podcast as well, Better Than Happy. Because if you're listening to my podcast, you probably like podcasts. And her podcast is very awesome. And there's even an episode with me where I get life coached. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. (laughs) Jody. this has just been sincerely an invaluable gift. I really hope that somebody, I know, I know that people listening are going to be inspired to reach out to a life coach, reach out to you, maybe reach out to a therapist if they feel like they have some things they need to work through. And aside from all that, you've also given them such valuable tools. So I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to do that and being so generous. I really appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Okay. We love Jody. Bye, Jody. Bye. Do you guys just feel like your mind is blown Honestly, when Jody is talking, I, I try not to interrupt her, but sometimes I have to slow her down because everything she's saying is honestly like expanding me and opening me up in so many ways. And I hope you could feel that. I really hope you find her on Instagram, Jody Moore Coaching, but listen to her podcast, get in on those webinars, get in on the tools she is providing because I feel like what Jody is offering is what so many of of us don't even realize is going to really help us. And just on a personal note, I want to add that I was very overwhelmed with launching the products and all of the huge things I had going on when I was talking to Jody. And she spent, you know, additional time with me after the interviews, helping me work through some things. And she has given me some tools that have impacted my life for better and impacted the lives of the people around me for better. I hope that we do that even in a small way. I can't even hope to be as 
as amazing as Jody. But I hope we do that in a small way for you. And I, I love giving you guys people like Jody who I really know can benefit your life. So Eric, do you have a review for us, sir? I do. This one's from Hales Yeah. They say, a lot of podcasts and inspirational courses I listen to often feel unreachable or too abstract. This podcast is like a chat with your best friend who makes things fun, real, and achievable. Each episode is a wake-up call to embrace yourself and be amazing at being you. I thought you'd like that part. I'm crying. Thank you, especially for sharing your anxiety journey. Struggling with anxiety myself, I feel like I've read and heard it all, but I genuinely learned something new and inspiring. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Hells yeah. I want to just... Thank you so much for sharing that, especially about the anxiety journey, because it can feel, yeah, like people have already heard it. Why am I sharing my story? But I hope that her review inspires you to share your story because me sharing my story connected with her. And I know when you share your story, you're going to connect with somebody else. And I mean, really, that's the point of this podcast to help you feel a little more awesome so that you can go out there and share that in the world. And so hells yeah. I want you to reach out to Awesome with Allison at theallisonshow.com. Send us your mailing address and we're going to send you just a love package. And I thank you guys so much for those reviews that you leave. We read all of them. We appreciate all of them and they help us so much. I want to remind you that my audio courses for Allison's Brand School are wrapping up really soon. We have the free webinar, How to Use Collaborations to Grow Your Profits and Platform. If that's something that sounds interesting to you, I hope you check that out. The link is going to be in the show notes. We always have all the show notes available at theallisonshow.com as well. So if you've been missing out or you want the episodes kind of recapped so you can get bullet points, make sure you check out theallisonshow.com. Again, I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Thank you for letting me share Jody with you. Thank you for the sharing is caring bonanza. One million I can't even believe it. And thank you so much for caring about trying to be uh, as awesome as you are. Eric's going to have a closing song for us, but I want to remind you that only you can be you and you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what song do you have? This track is something we did for a client a couple months ago for a Utah tourism commercial video type thing, and it's called Mountain Morning. Ooh, yeah. Thank you.